So Zach, you're working at Meyer now. Yeah. You're about to go to UC. Just finished high school. How are you feeling lately? Uh, you know, it's like it takes time, to, you know, to adjust to like a new future that's coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm working a lot, trying to get my friends like into the schedule. At the same time, I gotta like adjust to getting to college and like doing all of my pre-work that I need to do. Get comfortable with like finding roommates. You know what I want to do next year besides just like my major, like what clubs, everything else. So it's like in the process, but you know this is what the summer's for. It's like that gap between the transition period for me. What are you majoring in? Sports administration. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how is that at UC? Do you know? Yeah, it's actually really good. Uh, Jake Elfers did it. He's in the same program. That's who I actually thought of it, like, from, he told me. And it just interested me. I'd like to be an athletic director. If that comes, probably change my mind. I don't know, but a football coach would be probably the second goal. Are we going to see you at Loveland again is what, you're, is what Fuck I'm hearing? no. <laughs> that's, that's what I got to say about that. I'm never going back to that organization again. Like, it was hell. I just had no fun. Like, I had to make my own fun. Like, mm. they just didn't provide it. Do you think you could change that program at all? Um, well, considering I'm 18 years old and... But you know what I yeah. mean. Like, in oh, the future. But in the future, de- yes, definitely. Because the experiences, like, I've endured at Loveland with the coaching just is kind of subpar. And there's only a good few coaches that really care about what they're doing. You know, that's not what my coaching staff's going to be like. Like, it's going to be a family. That's the one thing. Like, football is a family sport. And, like, if you're close with all your brothers on the field, you're obviously going to have chemistry. Chemistry wins ball games, and that's all we know. If you could go back knowing the outcome now, freshman year, would you still decide to play football with everything you've been through with it? Yeah, totally. I mean, football has taught me more than just, like, how to play a sport. It's, it's literally like formed who I am if that makes any sense like mm-hmm. I learned all of my manners respect like all that from football because of how you're treating you know up above like even upper upperclassmen or coaches like you just treat everyone with respect yes sir no sir and that's just how it is for me now you say that but the team oh the team <laughs> yeah no fuck fuck whole loved ones like attitude as a team like I love those guys like I'm always gonna love those guys but like the attitude on that team was just so, so bad. Like, we all went into that season, you know, thinking, you know, we'll go, like, three and fucking seven. I was told six and three. Six and three. But, or I six did, and Okay, four. currently, I try to keep the winning attitude. So, I was telling everybody, I was like, you know what? I, I think that we can win at least seven games, eight games, and it's going to be a good season. But I just had to keep that. Like, I couldn't go into the season, like, thinking, oh, my God, we're going to suck ass. But that's what mm. everybody did because of the losing culture that we have. Mm. How do you think you turn around that? I mean, obviously, they brought in a whole new coaching staff, but that didn't seem to change anything at all. Um, I feel like I'm going to put some respect on Coach Cruz's name, actually. Like, his preseason, like, workouts and everything he had us doing was fantastic. But he it was his first year, like, head coaching, and especially, like, the ECC is in this very small division compared to some other ones. And so, like, he's going into that division, and he's just, like, very young, hasn't coached a single game. And with the team that he had, the less talent, he could have he could have had a winning culture if he was a bigger, bigger kid. That's literally it. But I don't know. You guys had a lot of close games this year. 
right? Yeah. I mean, the few I... There were a few pretty... Okay, so they were always close in the first half. Mm-hmm. That's what the I The first remember. half was... We... Oh, my God. We could have won so many games. We could have beat Milford. Uh, when was it? I think it was on, like, the first time we played them. Second the half, away game, I yeah, remember. It was the yeah. away game Milford. We could have beat them in the first half. Like, that was our game. But everybody just gets tired, and that's the problem. Like, at Loveland this year, they did not condition us. Like, practice was considered conditioning, and kids would just slack off. Like... I know everybody hates running sprints, all that bullshit, but it teaches it teaches conditioning very well and it teaches like how to finish. This is what we didn't have. We didn't have a finishing attitude. Calvin, great quarterback, but all of us would just kind of rely on him to do what he does and he'd have tired receivers. Like everybody was tired and our O-line was tired, defense was tired, like, because we didn't have very many guys. So it was just hard, you know? Yeah. Walking into that Withrow game though, yeah. What was the mindset? I, that's I can, the one I can game tell you I about the talk. pregame. That's that. the one game I wonder about. Yeah, I can tell you about the pregame of that. We respect Withrow. Like, I know that we talk, like, because they were worse than us in ECC, so that's the only people we could have, you know, like, talked bad about sports-wise was because they were worse. And so we came into that game, or at least the team did. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to just whoop their ass. Like, it's going to be ball game because we usually have. Mm-hmm. And in our auditorium, like, pre-game, before we get on the bus, all the players can just, like, be in the auditorium, just chill. And they were all just talking. I was sitting there just listening to it. I was like, do you realize, like, we haven't won a game yet, and y'all are acting like you're about to whoop these kids? And I was sitting there. I was like, you guys are fucked. Like, we're probably going to lose. Like, you guys are just making us have karma here. Mm. And so the coaches left. And fucking, of course, like, a couple players on the team, not going to name names, but they tried way too hard, like, to be a leader. You can't mm-hmm. just get up and yell. You got to say some actual shit. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, kind of told them. I was like, yo, like, if you guys come into this game dicking around, it's not like they have athletes. Like, these are high school football players. Like, they obviously have some point of skill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you guys don't, you know, come to this game with a winning attitude, then you're just gonna get fucked out there like that's literally it like and i just kind of walked away and so did like a couple of my buddies and gay bogdan he wasn't playing this year but he was pretty worried too and in warm-ups everybody was nonchalant it was just it was just so weird to see like a team not trying mm-hmm. and then so we went to that game their quarterback i don't know if did you watch that whole game yeah i watched i think i left third quarter good for you <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could have but Oh my god, their quarterback, he's going to UC next year and he just trenched our defense. He like, was a senior? Yeah, I think I so. I was told he was a sophomore. Number six? Yeah. I th- I thought he was number eight. Oh number I'm pretty sure that the quarterback was number six. Okay. Was it? I can check. But I mean I saw it's him in fine. the newspaper and said he committed to UC for next year. Oh wow. Yeah. So as a running back? I, I think like an athlete. Okay. That makes more sense. Because, yeah. I mean, he did throw, and he threw well. He threw very well. I you did pick impressed. him off. Was that the game you picked one-handed? No, that was Milford. That was Milford, okay. Yeah, that was Milford. I believe, didn't you get a fumble or something during that game? The very beginning? Yeah, the f- actually, geez, I think that might have been Jake. Jake. I think that might have oh, been Jake. okay. Yeah. But... But Milford was crazy because there was just so much hype revolved around the game. Like, second time playing him, homecoming, mm. trying to win. 
because we knew that the other game we we could have won. Mm. So we just went out there with a lot of like aggression, and then everybody slowly came down and just yeah. blew us out fifty to twenty. You guys always started off really hot, even Sycamore. Sycamore, like it. It well, was a clo- <laughs> it was a closer game for Sycamore. Yeah, yeah. I mean that game. I thought we were gonna win that game. I'm not gonna lie. Like going into it, I was like, we're gonna beat these kids. Like, there's no mm. way we we lose, because I just felt like me and at least the buddies on my like friend group and on the team, I at least felt like we were trained enough and we were like developing in the weight room enough and on the field that we could have had an impact on that game, which we did. It's just we had young kids, really really young kids this year. Like that was the like smallest team I've ever been a part of. You guys did lose a lot of big people. Yes. Like, yes. just like JT Pop, Kyle Whitaker, um, Jesus. Who else am I thinking about? Gosh, who's one? Oh, Remy George, dude. I, he balled. Like, he was very, very underrated as a running back on our team. Like, he mm-hmm. balled out. Natron Webster, miss him. Like, that's just a couple guys, like, that could have helped us. Do you know how – did he play at all this year for Dayton? Uh, I think he got in. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. But he was on the team. Like yeah. I think next year he's gonna play a little. I bit. mean, you're not supposed to play as a freshman in football. Yeah, really. But uh, it's just awesome to see him go from oh for sure you know our program to yeah. I mean, I say ours, but I was never a part of it. But uh, right. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say is, do you see yourself trying to walk on at UC at all, or no? Um, me and my buddies joke about that all the time, but I, I've honestly thought about it. Like mm-hmm. I, I really like want to play football at the next level, but I just don't know like how my body is right now. Like yeah. my back, like it's starting to like feel horrible because I, I had back surgery sophomore year, and I've just been playing through that. And they told me not to. And so that kind of has an impact. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. And all my concussions, like that's mm-hmm. just. I get migraines all the time. Like, it's, it's hell. So I don't know if I can take four more years. But Do you think if you did walk on, you would make the team? I don't know. What, I, what position would you walk on as? I'd probably, like, try to go to wide out, like, slot. Because yeah. I don't think I could play outside linebacker in mm-hmm. Division One football. A little short. But probably slot. That's what Coach Cruz told me to put on, like, a recruiting application was because mm-hmm. I could play slot. Mm-hmm. But... I would play anything. We didn't see you on offense this year no. at all. In fact, like in the preseason, that's all Coach Cruz and I did was train myself to be a wideout. And I, you know, I learned our whole playbook. I was, you know, doing wideout drills every single day for a couple months. And they just told me they're like, all right, you're running the tiger position. It's like the star position, nickelback. And it like mm-hmm. controls the defense, like all the plays go through my position, so they needed me to like learn that whole position throughout the summer because it's just so in-depth, and mm-hmm. I was like, can I still play offense? And they are like, dude, we need you more on defense, like, there's nobody else that can back you up because the other ones were sophomores. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's kind of, it's kind of fucked because, <laughs> you know, I just did all that, and now I got to play yeah. defense instead. Yeah. So. Um, did, was that... That was obviously very disappointing for you, right? Yeah. It just, you know, training for something, and then it yeah. just kind of falls apart. But do you, with the team, would you say that the fall was more on the defensive side or the offensive side, being that you played defense? Um, 
you know, I'm not disrespecting like anybody like here when I'm saying this, but I feel like our offense was not the best this year. Mm. Our defense would have a lot of stops and a lot of big plays, but I just felt like our line was just so young and so inexperienced and not that great in the weight room to start out, which honestly, like, we just haven't had that many sophomores, like, get into the weight room as well and, you know, care about it. So they were just kind of mediocre at times, which sucked because I wanted to see them do well. Mm-hmm. But Calvin just couldn't get his reads because he didn't have any time, and I feel like he was still still developing as a quarterback and adjusting to a new system, and he just it's his first year in as a quarterback. I feel like next year he might do better. I see him training all the time. Like He's a really good dude and a good quarterback, but just needs a better protection in the pocket. Do you think with Cranford's style of offense – uh, we could have won a game this year. Yeah, yeah, think, and, and because I would have, because yeah, we we definitely would have done some things with Liam, mm-hmm. a lot of good things because that's his offense, like that's what he mm-hmm. controls. Um, I would have probably ran a little bit of halfback too, probably Reese Hatfield and uh, Mason Moore, but I feel like we could have definitely won because we had those types of kids. They all knew that offense. I've been running it for like three years prior. Mm-hmm. And so I knew it, like the back of my hand, and then we just switch up and, of course, a new system to that team. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work out. Do you think in the long run, though, it was a good decision to move away from Cranford? Uh, I feel like Coach Cranford was getting a lot of hatred from a lot of the fans and the community loved one just for the not winning games. But what people don't know is that dude's, like, a really great coach. He's a really great mm-hmm. guy, and he knows how to connect with players who, like, aren't in the best like um, family life. Like I know that my parents, you know, we grew up right around the high school. Like I've really never been in poverty. I don't know anything about that, but Coach Cranford, he could just connect with those types of kids. The kids who needed it. He could get them into practice when they didn't want to show up. He could he could literally just everybody loved him. Mm. Everybody just hated him outside the team because he didn't run the right offense. But and of course like we all joke about the wing tee, like it just didn't work out well. But I mean, he knew how to be a good football coach. That was the thing. Like, he mm. could have ran a, a better offense. And honestly, I would have rather kept him and just run a different offense. Bring in, like, a new coordinator or something? Yeah. Like, just bring in a couple different new coaches, ones who will vibe with Cranford because, the oh, my God, the arguing in the coach's office this year was just incredible to, mm. to witness. Like, they would just argue all the time. And they weren't on the same page. See, I pitched an idea to the athletic office, and they didn't love it. But I wanted to do uh, Hard Knocks. I heard about that. Loveland edition. Dude, I heard about that. I would have loved <laughs> that. That would, our practices they were just so weird sometimes. Like, like it just didn't feel like a real football team sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's so much shit happened during practice. Like it was eventful. See, I I think I pitched it two weeks before the Withrow game, and I'm sitting at the Withrow game, and I see Gabe Ogden punch Brecken in the face mm. and I'm like oh I knew you were going to bring that up at some point I was like um, oh that's TV gold right there dude I was on the field when it happened mm-hmm. which sucked because I wanted to like just witness that because mm-hmm. I think it'd be funny yeah but I was on the field came out of the sideline and like Gabe's just sitting there just pissed off and I was like holy shit what the hell just happened why is Gabe the one who's not even playing pissed off and I got told that he fucking punched Brecken, and, and Brecken just ate it. 
<laughs> and did the most gangster thing I yeah, ever I, heard. It was actually insane. He told, I mean, this is just what I heard. I could, I wasn't in earshot, but I was on the field taking pictures or whatever. Yeah. And I heard he said, "You punch like a fucking bitch." Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and I just walked away, dude. Oh. And that game, Gabe bro. doesn't even get punished for that. Okay, Gabe, that's actually false. Gabe did get punished. He got removed as a captain. He got removed as a captain, and he couldn't uh, wear his jersey to any of the games. But in my opinion, that's kind of a soft like punishment. For pun- punching someone Pun- in the yeah. face? Yeah, t- definitely. But Gabe's also never had any trouble with the office. He's never had any trouble with the school. So they couldn't really give him that big of a level of punishment. And his dad is... His dad might have an influence on it because he is the principal of the middle school. But... That's what everyone else thinks. Yeah. From an outsider's view on... Yeah. And I sort of agree. I mean, if I went up and I punched somebody in the face on a school-sanctioned event, I feel that it wouldn't go over well as it did there. I feel like I would have got suspended in school where he just couldn't wear a jersey. Yeah, I mean, what happens when you punch someone in school like that? Like, it's going to be a way worse punishment. And I do, I do believe if Brecken would have punched him, Brecken would have been suspended from school. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's a lot of, there's a lot of bias Like, mm. yeah. Because Gabe is, quote-unquote, a good kid. Yeah. I mean, and for all in part, he is a good kid, you know? Oh, yeah, he's a great kid. Like, He's, but so he's is, working hard at something. So is Brecken, dude. Like, Brecken, yeah, he, Brecken is a... He's a great kid. Like, he's super funny. I love Brecken. Mm-hmm. He's a great kid. And I had no problem with him. Not a lot of yeah. people did. I feel like it was only, like, a very, very particular few. What What was their problem with Brecken? Um, the because problem with Brecken... Play, I feel like Brecken, the way he played and viewed the game, like, was so much more different than a lot of other players. Like, mm-hmm. Brecken couldn't show up to practice, but he could still go to the game and ball out. Like, that was kind of him. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't really need to be at practice. I feel like he was just... He's just he very would, athletic. Yeah, he's just very athletic. And he could have shown up on Friday nights without playing all week and, like, seriously done great. Like, he's mm-hmm. an athlete. So, I don't, I don't know. He did... He did kind of underperform this year, not to dog on Brecken, but he only he only played like five games. Yeah, the the coaching, I don't know. I feel like our DB coach was not a fan of Brecken. Mm. I don't think they liked each other, but so that impacted a lot of his playing time. Mm. I feel like he he was, got moved to wide receiver when yeah, all last year he played corner. Yeah, that was all because uh, the coaching staff just was having problems with Brecken. Mm. That was it. So. You know. But going to the preseason, I mentioned earlier. I'm pretty sure he's the him and Dom were the ones who told me they were gonna. You guys were gonna go six and four or something close yeah, to that. Yeah, they were really passionate about the season. Yeah, but then when Brecken started to play, really he even at wide receiver he wasn't the star wasn't wide used, receiver. Yeah. It was really Lake who kind of showed up and showed out. You yeah, know? Uh, I can definitely say Lake took over that wide receiver core this year. Mm. Um, him and Ethan Lund were pretty good wide receivers for us. Lund would make some nice catches. Uh, yeah, he was out there. But Bailey Jackson is, he's going to be a dog like mm. in his next few years. Like, definitely. Mm. There's there's no, wait, is he going to be a, a He's going to be a junior. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a dog. Like, he scored a he, lot of touchdowns this year for yeah. us. 
I think the only problem with Bailey is once you move him over to a one position or something like that, there's somebody taller definitely yeah. covering him, but I feel like that he'll hit a growth spurt soon. Yeah, dude. He just, he just needs to get bigger. That's it. He's, he's a so quick. Great like, kid. I've known him forever. Yeah, he's so him. quick, dude. It's insane. Like, watching yeah. him cut during practice and just seeing the moves that he, he's definitely broken my ankles like 100 times he, in practice. There's no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, he's going to be a dog. How do you feel? Because Bailey's one of those people who, and so is Brecken, who plays more than one sport. You did coming into high school, but then you sort of kind of focused in on one. What do you feel about today, like with the kind of specialization into a sport with kids? Um, I feel like it all develops around middle school, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like you can you can love a sport when you're super, super younger. Like I was kind of into soccer when I was little, like everybody was like, of course, yeah. I can definitely say not the not the best move for me because I was not a soccer kid, but mm. I didn't know that. And then I went to a Catholic school, so that started in third grade. Football did mm. because that's when we were allowed. And so I got into it. I didn't like it as much to be honest because um, I don't know, I was small, and mm. they were just playing me on the O line, so I had nothing to do like with any offense or defense. And so right when I got around like fifth grade, I kind of hit a growth spurt with myself. So I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll stick with this. And once I got to high school, it was just over. I enjoyed playing football at the high school level. But with like basketball, which I loved, I'd played AAU all my life. I just known that was like too, I was perfect size for my position in football, but a little too small for basketball. Mm. Especially after my back surgery, I was like, I'm gonna just stick with football. Like, I don't know. I lost a love for basketball. Mm. Didn't want to play. What are your opinions on, like, just not your specific situation, but, like, people like Colin, Brenton, Alec. I mean, Alec plays baseball, but people like that. People not like Sean, basically. Yeah. Who kind of just stick to one sport and kind of, like, specialize in that sport. How do you feel about that today? Because I feel like that's changed with our generation because you see people like LeBron, who was a highly touted wide receiver, mm. and you see all these, even the pro athletes who are obviously on another caliber, but they're, they never really kind of specialized in a sport. They would just play all of them and obviously got really famous in one, but yeah. they would still continue to play. Yeah, no, totally. I definitely feel like in the future, I'm gonna have my kids play two sports in, in at least middle school and then in high school if they want to, because it just, it gives you a lot more to do. And it's it's fun to to have that environment where you can keep caring about a new thing every single season of the year. But also with one sport, it's like, gives you something to craft on, it gives you something to you think about, like get better at and develop your craft to a elite level. Mm -hmm. So you can feel happy about that. And some people just like to focus on one thing I don't have a problem with that. I have a lot of friends who just play one sport, mm. and it's just, it's a good thing, but I would prefer two sports if I was stuck with basketball. I feel if you play more than one sport, you're going to get more of a, like, more, you're going to learn more, like, yeah. from a, on a person, like, level, not yeah. on a sport level. And, I mean, I personally, I never played any sport in high school other than golf, but when I was younger, I mean, I played every sport for at least like two years, yeah. except for soccer, because I'm not, as my dad says, uh, soccer's for the gays. Yeah. Um, don't cancel my dad, but <laughs> uh, 
that's just his opinion on it. I might have to cut that for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, and I feel like it just gives you more, I feel like I learned some, a little thing from every sport because every sport has a different mentality to it. Yeah. And I feel, I feel that if you, like the way we're going is because we want our kids to be these great athletes and yeah, everything. Definitely. But I don't think that's the way for everyone. No, and I wasn't, I wasn't growing up, like I didn't grow up like that. Mm. My daddy played a year of high school baseball and then just worked. Mm. You know, like he didn't really have a sport to care about that much besides in middle school. So like I kind of just grew up on it, like around my neighbors when I'd hang out with them. TV, I'd see all these sports, so I kind of just taught myself a lot of things. I taught myself how to shoot basketball. I kind of just, my dad didn't play football, so that was new for me. And I don't know, like it just starts new hobbies, and especially for your parents. Like they want to see different things. Like, like it was enjoyable for my dad to watch me play all these different sports and like enjoy it and then stick to something throughout high school. But, cause he just never got that, so. You want to talk about having neighbors that run like sports yeah yeah. i grew up obviously with liam and riley and xander so i obviously got a wide base of athletes bro yeah just athletes like they are oh my god like those boys can move on a field yeah uh i think liam is he going to have you talked to him recently is he going to thomas more still i I don't know i I don't know i haven't talked to him i know he told me that he wanted to Mm -hmm. but i don't know I last I heard he was going to Thomas More with Jake, but Jake is no longer going to Thomas yeah, More. Yeah, going to Mount Union. Yeah, um, to wrestle, which I think's great move for him. Mm-hmm. I think he needs some kind of stability. Um, <laughs> honestly, Liam, <laughs> um, but he also threw out the idea that he was going to start pro fighting, which I mean. I think he could, dude. I think if he, he could. put his mind to it, dude. I think he could because that boy has hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's just getting refined in that, like getting more, because people have been working since they're twelve yeah. on pro fighting and MMA and uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And I know Liam did a little bit of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu training uh, when he was younger, but. I feel like some of these pro fighters that we're seeing now are more and more just so refined. Like if you've watched, uh, did you watch UFC 250? Uh, I just watched some highlights. You watched some highlights? Did yeah. you see Sean O'Malley's Yes, play? I did. That's and the... then he just walked away. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> he's a badass. He is so bad. But he's one of those guys who I can see Liam being like, he kind of just picked up Taekwondo later in life and yeah. just fell in love with it. But um, I kind of want to switch off from the sports. Can I talk about the first time we met? Yes. So paint the scene. Freshman year, Laura and Caroline invite me over to Pumpkin Carve and told me to bring somebody. So I bring Jack Shift. Yeah. Right? You Have you guys met before? Okay. No, we met, but we had some beef. Like okay. from... We had some beef from football that freshman year, and it just carried on throughout the school year. Okay. Yeah. This is like October. Yeah, we didn't we we didn't know each other yet. And you know we're just hanging out. It was real awkward. You know freshman year, um, and you show up with Brenton, and 
Tyler, what's his last name? Oh yeah, me and okay, me and Ben Morrison were at Tyler oh, yeah. Music House because too. our families hang out and they were like watching football. Mm. And at the time, like I didn't really, I was still pretty new to Loveland, so mm. like these were all just new people I was hanging around. And so I was like leaving, and my mom was like, "Yo, um, bring Tyler," and I was like, "Okay," like just not thinking, just like okay. And Morrison was with me, so we go to Lord Kate's, and Brenton showed up. Actually, wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you didn't Brenton show up with up. Brenton. Brenton yeah. came by himself. And Brenton showed up, and then um, we're just down there. And I walked in, I was like, oh, new people, man. <laughs> I was like, new people. Sunglasses on inside. Yeah. You walk down. You want to know what my first thought is? What? This guy is the biggest douchebag I have ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so fucking funny, like... I love giving off those vibes sometimes when I'm just like around like new people so I can just like oh just act like a douche sometimes when I don't want to talk. And I think it was like Caroline Wagner was there. Yeah. And I don't even remember. That was who just else. the original squad. Yeah. Man. I mean throwback that Thursday for throwback, you. I mean man. it's Monday, but yeah. you know. But and you I liked Brenton, I remember. Immediately meeting Brenton, mm-hmm. I liked him. Mm-hmm. And I knew Ben, and I didn't really know Tyler, but I knew he was like kind of. He didn't really hang out with you guys. Yeah, yet. and I I didn't know him like that well either. Like we were just mm. like on the same football team at the time, so that's just who I was with at the time. So I just brought him over and not. He's funny. Him. Yeah. By the way, yeah, like, he's, a funny he's, kid. he's funny, and it's just freshman year. That's not someone I who I would choose to hang yeah. out with. But now I obviously I'm don't care who I'm around. Yeah. I fucking hang out with Joe Smo or, you know, anybody. Mm-hmm. Just That's just me now. But back then I was kind of a prude dickhead. You know, we change. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously you were a big douchebag. Yeah. At least the vibes you gave off. Oh, yeah. The first time meeting you. And like, it was just so funny because we just sat in that basement. I was, I believe I was bored. I believe we were all bored. Yeah, we were always just bored in her basement. Like, and then the you you were telling a story about like getting bullied at Schmoy. Yeah, dude. Because the they asked me about middle school, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I kind of just like moved here because I just fucking hated it there. Like, I just didn't vibe with anybody, and I just got shit on sometimes. Mm. So I just didn't fuck with it. Now the people here were so much nicer. Like, I just yeah, I like hanging out with these. I'm like, glad you found a footing. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm glad you found it quick, too. I mean, how? Yeah, I just wanted to have gotten along with, like, the private school system. Mm. I don't know what it was. I just didn't vibe with any of those kids at the time. Mm. So. Do you think, like, where would you have gone if you did? Um, I was going to try to go to St. X, but, like, the thought of football is just... I didn't know how much I was going to grow. Mm. So, like, if I was going to St. X, like, I'd obviously try to play football. And I feel mm. like that would have just faded away. And I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't have ever gotten that experience. Mm. So, that was one reason I chose Loveland was because I could play football here and have fun mm. doing it and maybe get recruited. But I, I would have gone to St. X or, or, to be honest, I was trying to go to Fenwick. Just, like... A little bit. Because mm. I, I kind of liked it, but it was just so far away. I I thought about going to X and Summit. Um, I tested into both, got in. But God, is it so expensive. Dude. Oh, my god. I look gosh. at the price of college, and I'm like, wow. 
But then I'm thinking about when I was debating on going to like, I'm pretty sure Summit's like $32,000 a year. Yeah. It's it's a college, dude. Like that's it, how much it is. Like, and it's, it's that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I know it gets you it gets you a higher standing with like college admissions and stuff. They like seeing kids come out of those schools because they're higher level schools. But I mean, it it's not gonna make a thirty no a hundred and twenty thousand difference. Like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's really crazy. Okay, so back to. Obviously, after that, we started hanging out more. Yeah. It was like, we kind of like started hanging out, just me, like you, Brenton, and Jack. Um, and obviously, we'd hang out with them, you know, yeah. like the girls and like, who else? Alex. Alex oh, would yeah. Come. Alex was always there. Alex too. was always there. Now that I'm thinking back on it, it was more Alex than it was Jack because of... Alexis, if yeah. you remember. Yeah, Alexis, Jack's old girlfriend, <laughs> man. That was, oh my God, that was so long ago. Because I used to always chill with Jack when he was dating her. Mm. Gosh. Jeez. Yeah, that was a rough time for Jack, obviously. And yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think he was happy, but. And then we yeah. faded into the whole phase of, like, just hanging out. We literally hung out, like, every single weekend. It was it maybe even twice a weekend. Coming oh no, over we here. would we would hang out like every single day on the weekend, even on like yeah. Sundays, bro. We'd be chilling. Yeah. Instead of just staying inside. And we hung out on the weekdays too, like just yeah. us. Totally, but totally. We'd go up and like do some dumb shit mm -hmm. and just go to the river or something. I don't even remember. I never. I don't remember what we did for fun. Did yeah, I know. I feel like we went swimming a lot. Yeah. 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 Or we just watched movies. That's literally it. it. Literally it. Like. I don't know how we survived freshman and sophomore years off oh, yeah. swimming and movies. We didn't do we were just so like innocent at the time. Yeah. Like, we just didn't care. Like we fucked with just staying inside watching movies all day and, and then yeah. kind of mine path to non or innocency kinda of drove like I feel like once I started hanging out with some older people yeah. and stuff. That's when we kind of declined on the friendship point. Mm -hmm. And I believe you made a point to me one time. We were hanging out and you got mad at me or something. And you said, why don't you just go hang out with Reedy and all them? And yeah, I was bro. like, I was like, oh, damn. I, was, I didn't know them at the time. So I was just like, damn, I don't feel like branching out right now. So I just like didn't know him. And I was like, okay. But yeah. no, I do. I love Reedy now. He's, yeah, he's, he's hilarious. He's <laughs> I haven't hung out with Reedy in, oh my God, probably a year. But... Um, I mean, we play basketball sometimes, but like really just chilled with Reedy. But once I started, you know, getting into that and just kind of hanging out with them, smoking a little pot, yeah. not a little by any means, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and we kind of, you know, devered or not, no, that's not the word. Mm -hmm. But you know, one thing I liked about you for a while was that you kept my secret under wraps. Yes, I did. That I was, you know, yep. chooching the trong yeah. with, while someone else who is named Emma did not know. And I really respected you for that until you told her. Yeah, until I told her. Yeah. Why did you tell her? I don't know. Um, it's kind of dumbass. Kind of really no, 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 no. First of all, let me make my point. You should have told her. I know you why, why is that? The you should have told her I mean I was being a dick I don't know I just 
I feel like it was just such a like, young time. Mm. You know, like a bunch of sophomores. Oh, we're all stupid. Yeah. I don't I don't hold anything against sophomores. anyone like, who's done. Oh I mean, my god. I was like, an idiot. I was such an idiot early in high school because oh god, my mic. <laughs> I just didn't care. Like mm. I didn't care about anything. And so you know, it's kind of a shithead. And you know, I was mad at Brenton for like three months mm. because I thought it was Brenton who told her. Nah. And it was, and when I found out it was you, I was like, what? Yeah. But I respect it now. The, yeah. When I look back on it, I respect it. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, now that I look at it, I mean, you, good move. Like fist bump. Yeah. I mean, good move. You definitely played your way in there. Yeah. I uh, mean, we got to get into it. Everybody's, if they're still listening, this is the only reason they're listening. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not going to Can we suspect yes yeah. back around. Someone else throwing a wedge in there trying to get in. Alex Coleman texts me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd love to talk about that for sure because I didn't know the time. I'm pretty sure. I'm good for them. Like happy for them. For yeah. Them, whatever. whatever. I don't care. Like, I don't care. That's, that's not my business. I think it's a little ironic. It, but yeah, know. it's a little ironic. But um, it just kind of all circles around. But I just I didn't know that Alex had a crush on her for like that long. I'm pretty sure somebody told me he liked her since like middle school. So I didn't, I didn't know. I, I that's that's what that's what like we were like really good friends with him. Me and you were when we were still good friends. Yeah, I just don't think he talked about it or like something like that. Like I'm pretty sure. God, it was a girl who told me that and that may be false or whatever but i feel like at the time when he found out me and emma were like kind of getting close like that um i feel like he had a problem with it and i don't want to like make decisions for other people or like think about that but like um that's just kind of my point of view so i felt like when i did start dating her she or at least he started drifting away and like trying to like i don't know like not hang out with me. I th- I felt I've been felt like he's mad at me since then. Really? Yeah, I I also do, or at least has held a grudge for that long towards mm. me. Stand but, up move by him by telling me. By the way, I agree with what he did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Me. Even if you don't, I, I mean, can see where you could feel. I mean, I didn't slighted by that. Yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of like, I at the time expected him to keep that a secret just for me. Because mm. I didn't know like what the circumstances were, so I just didn't want anybody to know yet. And then he kept it, and, and then he just told you. And then he was like, "Dude, I'm." So, he texted me that day. He's like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I I, I didn't know that he didn't know." Yeah. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And then all of a sudden, once like all the the real drama started happening, like mm. at the football games and shit, he was just <laughs> he, he texted me that night. And he was like pissed off like telling me to like stop hanging out with my friend Dave Villegas like because mm. nobody wants to hang out with you like that's a quote damn I didn't know you got backlash from it yeah I got for a real. shit ton I didn't know you received anything like that for I got real. a shit ton but it was like all of your like friends like it was like that old group like everybody was on your side like I was like why are you guys I don't know I feel like, like I sides. wasn't even really friends with many of the like we were friends yeah. don't get me wrong I'm still friends I would still consider them friends today even Jack and Alex yeah. and all them but um, you were definitely a lot closer with them yeah during that time 
Because I was still fucking around. Because the with. night, the night that like everybody found out, and I was like, all my friends just stopped talking to me. Like Jack Loud, like I'm an animator at the time, like kind of stopped talking to me, except for Dave. But I don't know. I just kind of go over to Jack's. Like the first time I went over to Jack's, the first time in like seven months. Mm. Because we stopped being friends for a little while. Damn. Yeah. Actually, when it was, was a year. That? It was a year. We stopped being friends uh, fall of sophomore year. Okay. And then we weren't friends until, or at least buddies, again, until uh, junior year. Mm. But, yeah. Damn. I didn't know any of that. Um, I kind of want to get into the football game stuff because I want to say, if anyone's listening, I did not incite any of the chants or boos or the writings on the boards that were said yeah i didn't uh you never knew about it because you were on the field but we someone started booing um when they called her name Mm -hmm. and the whole crowd kind of went in on it um and then there were chants like team dumas yeah yeah those were pretty fun. I like, I like the team Dumas more than I like the booing. Yeah. I don't like the booing at all. I feel like that was wrong. I I just like, I didn't know that many people knew. I didn't either until yeah. I walked into the football game. Yeah. And I want to say something else about when I found out. I had to walk into rehab like three hours later. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so I'm fun. sitting in there. With a support group, you know. Yeah. And I'm, it's my first day. Fuck. Dude. So they're like, tell, tell us about yourself. And I'm like, uh, my name's Tristan. My drug of choice is weed. Um, yeah, like, uh, I like to go to football games. I like, to, like, I, at that point, like, I was super quiet during rehab because it, it wasn't fun to me yet, yeah. you know, to go in there. Um, not that it should be fun, but by the end, it was fun for me because, I had a buddy named Ted who was a lot like me, um, just dumb shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that was so weird to me. And then showing back up at the football games and everybody's like, you know, Team Dumas or whatever. Trip Willis is the one, by the way, mm-hmm. who wrote on the board. Oh, fuck. He wrote Team Dumas first and then later in the day wrote Free Dumas, yeah. alerting everyone that I had been arrested. Um, which I'm pretty sure got around the school faster than what happened between us. Um, I want to talk about mental health with you a little bit because mm-hmm. it's a big topic today. Yeah. It wasn't as big when I would say you went through it. I don't know if you're still going through it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But you had, I would say, a considerable amount of anxiety and depression. Yeah. Right? What when did that start for you? Um, that started in middle school. Mm. Uh, I could kind of tell, like sometimes, like I just felt out of place, just from mm. everybody. I didn't have a lot of good friends, mm. and so I kind of screwed up with like small friend group life, not really doing a lot, and I kind of just felt like in a depression. I was transferring schools once mm. again, no friends, mm. and I had to be like a completely different me. Just start, you know, getting adjusted to this new life and being social. And so that kind of just, like, threw me under my own bus, if you ask me, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to adjust to these new high school sports, trying to love something, trying to just do me, and it just 
fell flat on my face because I was just I just felt so alone going through high school. But that that started and ended, or at least for the time being, like I'd say around beginning of last year, actually beginning of senior year, mm. I started having fun. You know, I, I I've made so many friends and like football this year was like awesome for me at least like just with my personal development and then I just like bowled with my friends like <laughs> all the way until like quarantine happened and then now I'm bowling with them again like I just yeah. feel great like everything that happened this year for me was a good experience and or a learning experience mm-hmm. like I didn't have very many problems yeah but I can definitely say my first three years were very tough why what do you think contributed to your depression the most and your anxiety um i'd love to say my own self mm-hmm. to be honest um but if i'm gonna go with like actual like things here i'm gonna go with probably like just my family a little mm-hmm. bit um you know kid like freshman year you're probably not fully through like the rest of puberty like you still probably got a little yeah. bit and dude oh my gosh like I'd fight with my parents so hard every single day just thinking I know the shit and just like like thinking I'm the fucking shit around my house and that's literally just was the problem Mm. but you know parents have tough times too they'd fight a lot you know like they have some bumps in the road for sure and so that had an impact on me my sister leaving to go to college four and a half hours away not really seeing her that much that's had a huge impact because I'm the only child now you know, all the focus is around me, child-wise, and, like, what do we have to do for him? So mm. there's really not a lot of distractions to get my parents off my back. Mm. So that was just kind of weird. Um, and I had a tough time dealing with that. So that was that was huge for me. But my friends, you know, like, I'd have some feuds with my friends sometimes, like, early on. And I was stressful about that. School, I hated school. Do you think it was just ever caring too much about everything? Yeah, I cared so much about the dumbest shit when I was mm-hmm. a, uh, when I was a freshman. So much, like like the slightest like words oh, said no, to another was... person by someone. Oh, else. it would tick me off. Like I'd yeah. blow up like a time bomb, bro. Like I didn't know how to control my anger mm-hmm. whatsoever, like at all. I was so terrible at it. I finally, bro, got a, like a therapist that you talk to, like. Mm-hmm. He's just cool getting like talking to somebody and that's how you control you learn how to you know get inside your own head and fix that and it feels nice but back then i did not want to do that because i was so immature i think i'm still personally at that immaturity place because i saw a therapist for maybe like two months yeah once a week at school by the way i hated her this was coming out of rehab because they wanted me to have some kind of therapist for like depression and anxiety and i literally would dread going there i was like dude this is so stupid like we're just talking yeah like about stupid stuff that doesn't even matter like and i don't know lately i've been thinking more and more about doing something like online therapy but it just seems i feel like in person is definitely the best but i don't want to have to find someone here and then find someone in chicago when i go so it's a little weird for me right now, but I'm try- I'm thinking about doing that. Um, do you do you like your therapist, Juicy? Yeah, dude, I love him. He's an old guy. Um, See, I've only seen girls. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't. I couldn't have. I couldn't have talked to. Like, no, and like this is no offense, but I, I just had to talk to someone like that's a bro. Like, yeah. I had to. Like, mm-hmm. that's not. I just didn't feel like talking to a girl about it, and so I just felt more comfortable with a guy. Like mm-hmm. having a guy is cool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel. I feel most people see the opposite sex. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like whenever it's depicted in like a movie or a TV show, I always see like first thing that pops into my head is The Sopranos. Yeah. And obviously he sees a woman who, by the way, that therapist, God therapist right there, (laughs) if you ever see her. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Going back though, what do you think like, so you said home and caring do you think there was anything that would really helped you when you were starting, like, like sort of freshman year to sophomore, like the transition there? Um, I probably should have like because I I personally noticed a difference between you, freshman and sophomore year. You seemed a little more cheery. Yeah. I don't know if that's just my interpretation of you. Um, but go ahead. Oh no no, no it's completely fine. But um. Yeah, I feel like I should have gotten put on ADHD meds early in high school. Mm. Um, because mine is just so extreme. Like, it is just so extreme to me, at least. Because when I'm on my ADHD medication, I feel like I either feel horrible, like I feel like I'm just not myself, or I just feel totally myself. Mm. And I feel like what I'm doing, I'm motivated, I'm getting shit done. And it, it helps me out. I just, the weight loss part of it is just crazy. So, are you on anything right now? For yeah, um, I forget what it's called. It's like a super long name, <laughs> but uh, I take that every day, mm-hmm. and it just honestly it mellows me out. I do speed ass on it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it just mellows me out when I need to be mellowed out and mm-hmm. need to sit down and is focus. It, is it an ADHD medication or is it uh, anxiety medication? Uh, it's ADHD. Okay. Uh, I think I might get on. My doctor, my my parents were talking about it. It was like talking about antidepressants, something like, like that. Probably like a Zoloft. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like that would work too, to be honest. Because when I'm not on my medicine, it's like yeah, sometimes I'll shoot back, and I just have like really bad like week. Like if I just stop taking, I just have like a mm-hmm. really really bad week, and so that's that's why I like when I'm on. I'm like, why don't you just always take it? Because. I just lost a lot of weight on him. Like, going into... Yeah, going into... I mean, it is... Most ADHD medication is a speed drug. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's like a... It's an almost meth. Yeah. Almost. Like, it's very similar. And it's almost scary how similar it is. But that is kind of why it speeds up your metabolism a lot. Yeah. Going into senior year, like, I had Mm -hmm. to gain weight for football. So I just gained, like... A shit ton of weight and I was approaching like 190 like I was 185 approaching mm-hmm. that and after football season I got on my meds and went all the way down to 133 Whew. yeah man that's that seems dangerous dude did you it, see the doctor about that it's dude I was working out six days a week and just not eating and like not doing like just eating like an apple in the morning and waiting till dinner and having like it is, salad. it is also an appetite suppressor. Yep. It's a, yeah. it, that's the weird double combination is it suppresses your appetite and it makes your metabolism faster. Yeah, so I was just the leanest I've ever mm. been. 
but, but almost an unhealthy. I feel like 135 for you is it was unhealthy. Really it was unhealthy. unhealthy. Like I was pretty pretty light and mm-hmm. it was bothering me. But luckily that got me into like learning new things to do in the weight room to do when you're on Adderall or something yeah. like that because is it just, an Adderall? Yeah, it's a form. It's like it's some like form a, of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I would just like just set a plan like eating. I'd eat this much before my workout. It doesn't have to be a lot. Mm-hmm. After workout, protein shake, eat, mm-hmm. and then do my day and just get try to get one meal in. And then you get hungrier like after months of taking you know, your medicine. And uh, you start to learn with that. And yeah. Yeah, you and just gain just, the weight back. You gotta regulate. I just reacted to it like shit. Like I just didn't. I, was I like, mean, nah, I want to eat. I can't. Personally, I, I, I would love that. Exactly. You know? Like you know, I would love to drop seventy pounds <laughs> in a matter of six months or something. Yeah. But um, that's it for your body type. It's just unhealthy for anyone. That's unhealthy. Almost. Oh no, it's so unhealthy. Yeah. But once you learn how to like, some people just don't know how to deal with it. Mm. Like once it happens, like oh fuck. Gotta get oh, off for, it. But you just you can improve that. Like the drug is there for you. They wouldn't have prescribed it to you if yeah. they didn't think it was good for you. It's more of a regulation yeah. thing you need to do with your body. It's like yeah. you need to have a routine. Yeah, it's just taking care of yourself. Yeah. Like that's literally it. Um so you had sort of a snap moment in sophomore year. Mm-hmm. If I think you know what I'm talking about. But um, with when your depression turned f- from either outside suicidal, was it, how long did you have suicidal thoughts? Uh, I had suicidal thoughts, and I'm okay with talking about this, because yeah. I'm not, I, I I'm not uh, like scared to talk about this. A lot of people need to talk about this. Your facial expression seems fine. That's oh, why yeah, I'm pressing no, I'm on. cool. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Um, but I did have suicidal thoughts a lot my sophomore year. Because that was, I feel like that was starting like the peak of my depression. Okay. And, but. See, from the outside, it seemed like you went down. Yeah. This is just outside from being your friend then. You went down, like you were getting better, and then this snap happened. But yeah. on the inside, obviously, it's different. Yeah. I mean, I was learning to cope with it, like outside. Like, mm-hmm. But when I was alone, I'd get alone, and I was just like a wreck. So I can see why everybody thought I was like very happy, which that's one thing you can do when you're feeling like that is you can mask it very well. Very well, yes. And I just kind of like had a snap moment when I just found myself with a bottle of pills, and I was like, I I was I just don't remember that that day at all. I just kind of like leaned back and I was like put him down. I was like, all right, you need to fix this shit. And so I just I just went on a fucking journey to fix that shit in my mind. Was this the same night that I'm thinking of? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I let you know. Yes. Yeah. So, do you not remember anything from that night? No. I really don't. I was like, the whole night, because I'm pretty sure somebody picked me up. Like, to hang out with them. And I was... Yeah, I was gonna... We were at homecoming. No, no, no. No, I don't think that was the same night. Not this night? Okay. No. That's the night Um, I was thinking of. Okay. But I let you know... This one day, and the reason I was going to do it then, when I had somebody pick me up, is like they just find me right away and just tell my parents because they would have been at my house. By the way, awful plan. Yeah, if you're trying to kill yourself, because that yeah. means they can pump your stomach yeah. and bring you back to that's life. Facts. And that's the last thing you want when you attempt suicide is yeah. dying and then coming back. Yeah. Not that if you're thinking about suicide, please reach out to me. I mean, I'll talk to you yeah. for hours. Totally. I ain't got shit to do, but. 
Because um, then you have to deal with all the people like, oh, you attempted suicide. Like, are you okay? And all that. But continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, I just, that was my plan at the moment. And mm. I kind of sat back and slapped out of it. And I was like, this is selfish as fuck, in my opinion. I have so many people who care about me. And I just didn't realize it yet. And it was just way too early in high school. In, in my life to be doing that and yeah. I had so much more left to live and I just snapped out of it and I immediately started trying to work on myself to get better and I did at least a little bit uh-huh. was this before or after the, inc- the incident that I recall vividly um, I think that was I think that might have been before actually it might have been after it was after it was after yeah so it's like that... It's hard to remember things. Yeah, it really yeah, is. This is all just time. a bunch in my head right now. <laughs> just compact. I can't no, remember but, shit. Um, I'm trying to think. So you did another night. So I do kind of remember that. I honestly think it was before this other night. Yeah. I don't know if I want to talk about that night. You but don't want to talk about that night? No, not really. Like That was just kind of like... I don't know. That's just a hard thing for me to talk about sometimes. Okay. So that's just, you know, an old memory I hate to... That's completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I can definitely see what you're saying. Like, I'll, like, give, like, an LL line. Like, it was at my house after homecoming. Some shit went out homecoming. I didn't really, like, fuck with that that well. So I was just, like, you know, I'm going to go home. And I ended up, like, since I was alone, I was just upset. And that night I just handled it the wrong way with myself. But um, my buddies, like, they, you know, they got me, right? Like, it was, it ended out okay. By his buddies, he means me yeah. and only me. Yeah. Because no one else wanted to leave. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, one thing I do want to hit on that night, though, I know you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm just kind of a thing, is that snap can happen so fast with people. Oh, so fast. Like, you seemed so happy that mm-hmm. night. But then I saw your face and you told me you were leaving and I immediately knew like something's not right. Or someone may have told me you left. I don't know. But, um, and that's what I want people to understand is like a lot of people think about it for years and years and years. And then that snap happens. I mean, personally, I, I mean, we're an hour and a half in, or an hour and five minutes and no one's listening. Yeah. I've personally thought about it for years dude and it's just i've never had a snap moment but like it can happen at any time like when you're that kind of unstable yeah tell me about it i i've had so many like so many of those like i'd be in my happy place mm -hmm. and then one thing lead to another and i'm just just pissed the fuck off like so like so angry that it would scare me like scared the shit out of me i just didn't know like why i was feeling like that so it was just pretty crazy to have that moment but i can i can handle myself very well now like when i get pissed i get i usually just try to get as far away from people as i can because that's how i am people just suck sometimes man is i'm just like a self-isolator kind of Mm -hmm. in a way that like if I'm upset or mad, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I've been dealing with kind of really bad anxiety lately. Um, you ever had an anxiety attack where it feels like you're having a heart attack? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, 
They're rough, dude. I've had like three this week. Um, I actually just saw my doctor about it, actually, and I have meds for it now. By the way, those meds don't work at all if my doctor is listening to this. <laughs> They're not strong enough. I took two of them. I know I'm only supposed to take one of them, but I took two of them. Still couldn't fall asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, also coffee. If you have anxiety, stop drinking coffee. Oh, I don't, I don't touch coffee. I do I, I don't touch it. it I, I don't it feel like it's good. It just heightens it. It yeah. heightens my anxiety so much is what I've realized lately. But, like, when I did have my, like, kind of the point, like, I'm a self-isolator, I was trying to just self-isolate. The first night I had it, I had no idea I was having a panic attack. Yeah. And I, I was feeling, like, there was an unease in my stomach. It was a sharp pain. I thought it was appendicitis. I'm about to call the hospital. You know, I'm just sitting there by myself, kind of. Mm-hmm like debating whether I'm going to die in a few minutes, you know? It's a little scary to think about, actually. But I feel like for people who are self-isolators, when it hits a peak, you have to reach out to someone. Mm -hmm. You just have to talk to someone. I went in my mom's room, laid in her bed, you know, all kid-like and, you know, because I thought I was dying, honestly. Mm -hmm. And the other night I tried to do the same thing when I was having one, but it just didn't work, so I just went outside. And I mean, I was up till 4 a.m., you know, thinking I was dying personally. But, and it's just so, like, anxiety. I think people feel more about depression because not a lot of people know what anxiety is. It's just the feeling of worriness, kind of, for me at least. How is it for you? Like, Uh, I mean, I'm an overthinker, like, big time. Like, every scenario in my life is just so thought out. Mm-hmm. in my mind as I'm doing it or before I'm doing it I kind of just, I'm always thinking about it so it just I I freak myself out sometimes I completely agree with you I'm in the same way yeah um is there anything you've learned to like stop that uh yeah definitely like in relationships for mm-hmm. sure um I'm just so done with a relationship at the moment I can't take it like I, it's time to focus on me and a girl right now is not gonna gonna be good for me but say like you were like to deal with it when it's already like kind of happening you know what i mean like like just you and your friends are about to hang out you know you're thinking oh yeah i'm thinking about what i'm gonna say how do you stop yourself from that because i i personally haven't truly figured it out i have you know ideas but yeah honestly um the one thing that kind of helps me relax is just just like taking a minute like once I get there and just get comfortable first mm-hmm. get comfortable and just try to feel the room like I, I'm usually not the first one to speak when I go to a function like I'm usually there feeling the room finding conversations and adjusting as time goes on but I don't know sometimes when I'm at functions I'm just nervous as hell the whole time you know what's weird about that is both of us have pretty bad social anxiety from our conversation yeah. now but we are very social people yeah the, when oh we my get God, into yeah. a function i've literally thought about that to myself all the time i'm like dude when i get into a function and i'm cool with like everybody like usually i am one of the main people like driving conversation like, and yeah just speaking and not fun. shutting the hell up yeah like my friends like they know me as just like being fucking wild yeah <laughs> and i'm just like okay but when I'm alone and I'm entering new functions, I'm just like, just silent as hell. And, I, and people I don't know. 
I'm, I'm horrible around new people. I am also yeah. very horrible around new people. I mean, not as much anymore. Definitely when I was like younger, kind of. But now I just don't. I say I don't care what people think about me. I care a little bit, but mm -hmm. like in the moment, I don't care. But then after, I'm like, oh fuck, what did I? Do? That person hates me now. Yeah. Like that, I just ruined any sort of thing that could happen there. Like we, we're not gonna be friends. I just fucking told him to shut the fuck up or some shit. Yeah. You know, like, that's just me, though, because I'm very, when I get comfortable, I'm very, like, I'll argue, you know, kind of, like, jokingly, and, like, I kind of make fun of people a lot. <laughs> like, not even kind of, just, like, but that's kind of my humor. Yeah. In a way. It may even be a defense mechanism. God. That just popped up in my head. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Pro I probably do need to talk to a therapist now that I think about it. But um, <laughs> it's just, that's weird. I think it's so weird to me how, like, we're both very, like, anxious people. But when it comes to a social event, like, we're, like, wild like i used to be t-dog you know yeah. i mean i'm not t-dog anymore apparently but uh you know i used to be the fucking guy at the party who would just do whatever because it was funny yeah but you know it's weird to me how do you do you can you explain it at all like from your view um like, yeah i mean i kind of just think like going to when i'm in that kind of atmosphere when i know everybody like just doing funny shit and just like mm -hmm. kind of trying to have the fun side of me come out when i'm around my buddies mm. is just the main goal like if i'm if i'm feeling good when i'm with my friends then i'm fine so the only point is before i go hang out with my friends i'm sitting there and i'm just like all right how are we gonna not be you today yeah you know what i'm saying mm. like how, how are we not gonna be the like lazy like just tired and grumpy you today so i'd go out and i just try to have a good time mm. try to focus on being happy but i feel like once you have to force yourself to focus on being happy you can't truly be happy in a yeah. sense you know what i mean because then you're more thinking about am i happy than mm. just like being in the moment does that kind of ring true to you yeah yeah do you feel like nowadays you're more just kind of in the moment and not like in your head about things? Yeah, because I mean, time isn't a thing anymore. Like literally since all the quarantine stuff, time has just hasn't felt like a, like real at all. Like I, my weeks and my, like my days and my weeks just kind of blend together sometimes when I'm not working. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't know really like what time it is, like what I'm doing. Like it just all feels so just in the moment at times, but out of the moment when I'm not doing anything. Mm. So like, do you still struggle, you still struggle with like depression and anxiety today, right? Oh yeah, no, totally. But I just kind of learned like how to cope with it. Like I just kind of, like it's not super heavy at all. Mm. Like you're always, you can't really fully get over that. Like there's always gonna have some sort of thing that's gonna, that could just make you snap back. Exactly, yeah. And but once you learn how to cope with it and like how to make yourself happy and the things you need to do to make yourself happy distracts you from it and you start to just feel better about yourself. But what are you what are some of those techniques you're using? Uh, I like to lift weights a lot. Just like mm -hmm. 
I used to lift weights like every single day with Jack Shaft, but you know, we both started working a lot, so like can't really get those in. Mm-hmm. And so I like to lift weights, make workouts myself, you know, watch workout videos, like trying to gain a new knowledge. So that's a big hobby of mine. Just started fishing with uh, Carson Deer. Oh, that's good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, geez. And then I don't know, just kind of like hanging out with my friends. Just kind of doing something. Just kind of doing something until college starts. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, like learning something new with a new job and just finding new interests and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, the, the goal is to not party so much uh-huh. once it gets closer to school. Uh-huh. So in school, I can party a little bit more. Uh-huh. But have that kind of ground. Are piece. you going to join a fraternity at UC? <sighs> really once. It was, so many people have told me to. But I feel like you're a fraternity guy. Yeah, a little bit. Do um, you know who your roommates are going to be? Yeah, I'm rooming with Brenton next year. Oh, that's... Yeah. Gonna be interesting. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, it is. Brenton and his parents are okay with this? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's just funny because me and Brenton were like boys in the eighth grade. He was my first mm-hmm. friend here at Loveland, and I was his. And I've just known him for so long. So it's just funny when I think about like me and Brenton <laughs> next year because we've just done so much stupid shit in high school. And yeah. It's just gonna He's be very funny. innocent. Honestly? Brenton, he is a great kid to have at a party nowadays. Really? Yes. You know, I don't find myself at parties anymore, sadly. Yeah. But um, I could, I could really, really throws them in love on that. Like they any used huge to. parties, they used to a lot. It was awesome. Yeah. You, you guys missed out. I'm yeah, telling you. I know. Annabelle Holland. Um, yeah, that was like sophomore Nick, year. Yeah, yeah. Nick. Um, Johnson, he's one of my really good friends. I don't know. Yeah, I was just at Nick's yesterday. Um, Nick used to throw parties all the time. It was awesome. I miss those days a lot, but I feel like I'm doing a lot better now. Oh, yeah. It's it's time to mature a little bit. Um, For sure. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit in life, but you can still party if you can keep it under control. Oh, yeah, but is that the thing? Like, is the thing? Can I? Mean, I you know, up, can I keep the T dog at bay? Yeah, you I know? mean, sometimes <laughs> I'll tell you what. Sometimes Lil Flones comes out. Oh yeah, Lil yeah, Flones. it does. That's why I gotta say. Sometimes Lil Flones comes out. Like I, I uh, blacked out the back of my pickup truck the other day, and and Tarson Deer drove me home while I was still in the back, and I was puking at Cole's house, and I just got home, went to bed, woke up like at ten, and went to work. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Do you remember the time we were, we wanted to make a potato gun? Yeah. Right? We weren't really that close at this point. We, we were like kind of falling in and out of friendship. Yeah. But, and we were hanging out with some people, I don't remember, and you were like, you want to go make a potato gun? And I was like, yes, I want to go make a potato gun. That yeah. sounds awesome. So we go to Menards, right? Oh my god. Dude. Menards is closed. <laughs> yeah, Menards is closed. But we had walked all the way up to the door and didn't realize that you had locked your keys in your car. Yeah, that was like when I just ignition. got my truck. Yep. Too. Yeah. That in the was, ignition and. And we sat on the back. Yeah. For like three, no, not three hours. For like, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. And we're just waiting for my parents. And we were just out the night there. before. And they just like woke up. I was like, I was like, can you come get me? <laughs> like, like yeah. can you have a key? And I was like, oh my gosh. 
That was that was one of the funniest nights because we were just sitting there laying in the back of your pickup truck just talking. Yeah. And like it was just so fun. Like I don't know why I find enjoyment like this right now. I the only reason I do this is because like the only reason I wanted to start doing this was because I have fun talking to people. Yeah. Like and I just think it's like funny that like like that moment in time we were like we're sophomore or we. Were we sophomores or juniors? When, when what? We, when we locked the when you locked the keys in the oh first. we were sophomores that was it was spring of sophomore year okay so like the end yeah. of sophomore year and I just find it funny we were like so immature at that point we were like you want to make a potato gun yeah that's <laughs> some shit that I just like, wouldn't think of at like ten thirty at night yeah. <laughs> we would have had to buy potatoes too and all that shit like, yeah, potato yeah. guns aren't that easy to make too. Yeah. like I don't know why like we just thought we could just construct a fucking potato gun as a bunch of dumbass sophomore kids just looking for fun like I don't hey, can I be honest or can I ask a question mm-hmm. we have fireworks too why do I feel like we had like a couple fireworks that we were lighting off in the parking lot did we have fireworks? I thought I think we had fireworks for some reason. <laughs> I think I might have fireworks in the back of my truck. Why did we? I don't know. We make a potato gun when we, when had, we had fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why we just just did that, but that night was fucking so funny. <laughs> Your parents pulling up because they were downtown, I believe. Dude, they were hammered. <laughs> they were. They were okay. Actually, no. They they've been sleeping, but they were hammered earlier that oh, night. Oh, okay. And so, my mom was not that drunk. She was like kind of just buzzed or whatever. It was just parents driving, you know how that is. Obviously, if you're a parent, you can drink and drive. Yeah, but my dad's just so drunk. He's like, "Here, get the keys." And I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my gosh, that day. And it's just like, like we were just dumb, but it was so fun being yeah. dumb. Just having those moments is just thinking about those moments now are just hilarious. Like, yeah. Like why am I? Why would? I, why did I even do any of that shit? <laughs> <laughs> like I think we had just got done eating at Canes and we were like, I don't want to go home. And you're like, I want to go home. He was like, You want to build a potato gun? Like, yeah. like instantly, like that was your first it's, thought. And it's my so first nice, thought was, dude. of course. Yeah. I mean, we didn't think of anything. I mean, Menards was already closed and. Yeah. I'm sure Kroger was or something. Everything's fucking closed around yeah. here. Like, I, I <laughs> Once just... you hit like 10 here, there's not a single thing open. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, growing up in a small town, that's how it is, but. Yeah, lately I've just been going out of the river. Like sometimes we'll go to uh, me, Carson, Jay, and Wesley, we'd go to fucking O'Bannon mm. and steal the golf balls in the fucking woods. Oh, nice. <laughs> in the driving range and we filled up buckets and we'd, uh, We'd go and fucking dick balls down at the river and <laughs> just hit them. It was Sounds so like funny. a great time. Yeah. Please invite me next time. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> we just go and hit balls off the side and just, like, have fun and, you know, and have fires and shit. And, like, it's super cool. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. Just, you know, finding things to do. Jay can be up to play golf. Yeah, he's playing nowadays. He's trying to get into yeah, it. Yeah, I went and played this weekend uh, with my friend Preston. You don't know him. He's fucking six years older than us. He has a kid now. Damn. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Having a friend who has kids, multiple yeah, friends who really have kids, weird. it's really weird. Nick has a kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. weird to me. Like, I forget that all the time. Like, yeah. Nick has a 
living. When I, whenever living. I walk in, I see the stroller. See, I don't walk in there anymore, really, because I'm not... I, he has hit me up to chill, and I need to get back to him. I've just kind of been busy with work, but I, there's a lot of things I need to do before I go to college, you know? Like, I feel like there's a lot more than I think there is, always. Like, some days I'll just sit around and do nothing when I could, like, you know, yeah. go around. That's my problem. Just is get like, out. It's like, out I'm there. just like, no. I don't know. But for sure, we need to go hit balls at the river. That sounds like a it's great so much fun. time. That's like what I look forward to. <laughs> it's, the other day, Carson and I, we went down to the island. You know that is? Like yeah. by the kayak shop. Yep. And I only had flip-flops and he had chakas, mm. which are incredible in the river. Like you mm. can just walk on all the rocks. Yeah. And I lost both of my flip-flops in the river. Uh, on the stream and I was walking barefoot across the rocky river yeah and holy hell my feet are destroyed now oh it was so funny I was like god <laughs> damn it this hurts and I had a backpack on just full of stuff and I was like god damn it I felt like I was gonna die out there well I'm glad you did it yeah um anything else you wanna say before um mm-hmm. That was good having me. Like it was that. a good time. Yeah. I feel like we started off in like the fun conversation, and then we kind of got yeah. to the deeper yeah, stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. It was, it was good in here. It's a good buffer, too, because most people will just stop listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Like, they don't want to hear my dumbass talk. I mean. So. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah, man. All righty. Okay.